Hey, what's up? Welcome to Black Weekend. Glad to be back. I'm here. This is Jared. Chance. Hi, guys. It's Jasmine. And we're back, guys. We're on hiatus. We damn near went two months <laughs> without filming another episode. It's honestly Recording Chance's another fault. Episode. It's bad. Chance's fault. This no one else is filming. I know the difference. It was definitely one of those things where I was like, right, we did it once, you know. I was glad we did it. But if it never happens again, that's equally as likely. Yeah, <laughs> it started to feel that way because we scheduled like two or three times. And even to, even today, we had to go to a store get a working microphone. Exactly. I was even like, man, I'm working the whole night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to be here all day, but we're here. We're here. We're filming the episode. That's cool. And like, like I said, I don't know. One of the greatest, one of the re- original reasons I was down to do this is because we chop it up and have so much fun anyway. Mm-hmm. If we're recording a podcast, it guarantees. We're getting in a room, at least trying to chill and hang out with each other. You know, you know. So, like I said, this is Black Weekend. It's just, it's us three. Episode two. Episode two, the sequel. Jasmine's so much Round two. Black. Okay, I didn't say that. Like, we're not going to slander my name. <laughs> Round two. And so, um, if, yeah, for the first listeners, which is a lot of people, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Except for massive fan base. You know what? Shout out to the people who were um, who actually listened to our first couple, yeah. our first episode. Yep. I really friends. appreciated it. A lot of our a lot friends. Of our close friends yeah. Smart. Exactly. And people Loyal. came through and didn't, didn't just bash us. So I actually was, you know, I wasn't. It was. I, I liked it. Yeah. But like I said, it was just it's me, and my friends. We uh, we like to talk about stuff. So we thought we recorded and have a good time talking about it. So. Um, unlike the first episode, our man Chance actually brought his uh, his his homework with him, and we're going to be playing a game called. And we'll explain it, Chance. Okay, so first of all, shout out to uh, a card game I like to play called Black Card Revoked. So this is like Cards Against Humanity, but more geared towards pop culture in the Black community. So Jared, Jasmine, and I only played this like twice. It Once. was like several Once. months ago. Okay, Alcohol so... Alcohol was involved. Alcohol was involved, yes. Okay, so we're going to play a couple of rounds. So everyone gets two black cards in this game. So all three of us are now getting two black cards. Okay. And then we... We draw a card. And the card is usually a question like... For example, you witness a fight, what do you do next? A, call the police. B, film it with your camera. C, break it up. D, yell world star. Uh, and then wow. the other two players <laughs> the other two players have to answer the question. Uh, and the person who drew the card gets to judge what the best answer was. So we definitely welcome y'all's input uh, as our listeners. Okay. All right, Jarrett is going to go first. Jarrett, draw a card. All right, first card, black card revoked. Hmm. Okay, so Chance Jasmine, according to Mama, what does it mean if your hand itches? A, you got debt to pay. B, you're about to lose your hand. C, you need to wash your hand. Or D, you coming into you got some money. money. You got some money. Yeah, I was going to say. All right, you got man. Some money. All right, Jasmine. Did, I lost my black card on that one, I guess. She Jasmine did say it first. Give me my card. So, who, so hold on. I get the card. She gets the card. Thank you. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my God, like, Okay, so who, it's chance to draw a card next. My dad never said that to me, but I just yeah, I know that's the thing about black card revoke. It just 
Go ahead. We're going to address this, I'm sure. We're not going to address this. All right. Before he was a member of the Nation of Islam, what was Malcolm X called? A, Young Slim, B, Little Red, C, Brother Harlem, D, Detroit Red. Detroit C. Red. No, it's not. It's incorrect. No, it's Detroit no, Red. Has the, ladies and gentlemen, has bro, the answer on the bro, card. I was just kidding. Malcolm I just relaxed. Was Speaking Red. of Malcolm X... Can't I wait know. for those frames to come. I know. I, just, I got me some Malcolm X glasses coming in. <laughs> I actually didn't even realize that my girl, shout out to Brooke, sent me wow, a glasses recommendation, and she was like, "Yeah, I really think you should look good, look good in these." And I was like, "You know, there's something oddly black about these." It's going to be a bold look. And uh, then Chance, the second I, I show him the Chance and Jasmine, I'm like, "What do y'all think?" The first thing, like, I don't think. I don't think you can that rock was that shit. I, I don't think you're, said you're real, real, real nigga enough. <laughs> yeah, that's Jasmine, not what Jasmine I said. Did say, Jasmine Malcolm did say Malcolm, Malcolm X vibes. I said, but Chance that. went straight into the like. Ah, I don't I'm, think so. I'm the bro. I said the, the key to rocking those glasses is having Malcolm X's bone structure. He basically said your face. Is I too think round. you're handsome, but you don't have Malcolm X's bone structure. Let's wow. not say you let's ain't not my nigga. You know what? Let's go ahead and let Jasmine call. Jasmine, you're up next. She's drawing. Yeah, like part. honestly, like you really hit low. What's a good reason for not answering your phone? It's a bill collector. It's All of the above. It's your ex with some BS. The phone is cut, it's cut off, or it's somebody asking for money. Those are your options. That's all of the above. Honestly, it is. Is it, there is there all the, the right above? answer? Oh, is, not. Well, this, this is where it's the uh, the drawer's choice. So which, drawer's which, choice. Which, which I'm gonna say bill collector. I'm gonna say the phone's cut off. <laughs> Actually, I'm gonna say all of the above. That's it's an all of the above. Like there's no way around. Exactly. Like. I have lost all of my black cards, so now it is Duh. down to Jarrett and Jasmine. <laughs> you know what? Let's do this. Let's keep a running score of black card revoke. We'll play one round each. I don't even know if it's going to be in the podcast. But we'll just end it at one round each, and then as a, the, the score goes, it'll be like okay. continuity. People. So I've lost two black cards now. You, you had, I have, no, well, just, I have four. I ended the day with four. I only have two. She has two. You'll have zero. So next time we start, we'll, we'll start that way. All right, so... I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna start off first. First with shout outs because it has been actually a little while. So my shout out is actually related to the Astro, the Houston Astros winning the World Series. For those, I was of, shocked. Right? I was shocked. I wasn't. I was I, happy when, for when it. we lost the first game. I was like, well, you know, <laughs> this, this is how it goes. This is Houston. Story. Here we go. For you, for those of all who don't know, we are all from Houston. As we, we established last time, I'm from Houston the most. Actually, I had a little bit of a debate about that. We had a, we, we started a debate, but Jazz just started screaming. No, you said you said you were the most from Houston. And he literally just said it again. <laughs> so we, I'm sure we all felt good to just see everyone in Houston happy. Yeah. Astros winning. Did y'all make it to the parade? Uh, I, I watched I the parade. I was at work, but I saw the video. I saw like somebody dropping their hat and yeah, they were yeah. all the way to the top of the parking garage. And see. Awesome. That's the thing about Houston. Houston man. is actually pretty lit. Like, right, exactly. Right. And like other... low key, like almost no people don't know that Houston is, is what, loyal. what it actually is. Like, and since we're we're all Southerners, it's lit in like a wholesome way. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Up in Boston, I'm sure they're smashing cars. You know what I mean? And t- flipping stuff. I'm sorry over that he offended y'all Bostonians, but we lost ah, the Boston market. It's 
Uh, actually, anti shout out to Boston Market. Since I mean, since I just happened to say that, I don't hate a place more than Boston Market. Boston, Boston Market. The, the chicken was so good. What are you no, where? man. Where? There was a stretch where in my family we went to Boston Market all the time, every week, and just, it was just all the time. That same. And, be, and it was the, the problem the was macaroni and cheese and cornbread. Hold on, the cornbread the was pop. The cornbread, I was like, the cornbread redeemed itself. The only thing I I hated was that it was right next to the McDonald's. So we're driving home from church. We make that turn. I'm like, McDonald's, McDonald's, McDonald's. No, 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 no. <laughs> we pull it in the Boston Market. And right. you knew better to get attitude, though. I yeah. did, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Just, be, just eating your food, um, all mad and stuff. But I will say that um, shout out to not the Astros, and I'm happy they won. It's just been a while since them. I'm, I'm shouting out... The bootleg T-shirt makers, <laughs> the corner seller, selling bootleg Houston baseball champions. I've seen so many <laughs> fake world champion hats <laughs> at corner stores. It's not even a joke. I almost thought about buying one because I'm like, they're selling it in Houston. All right. Who's gonna tell me it's fake? Like this, this, for this is just as much a part of history as the actual <laughs> merchandise. So who I'm happy for the hustle. I, I drove by. I think it was Voss. There was, there was, oh my gosh, this dude in the, in front of a gas station and straight, I guess it built a pop-up. It was crazy. Yeah. It was more than just a tent. It was legit, had structure to it. And I was just like, you know what? Sizes lined up and everything. Wow. Yeah. You needed this one? This design? With the Astros went and affected the economy because a lot of people came up, came into some cash. Oh, yeah. right. So that's my shout out to the, to the bootleg shirt sellers and the corner store sellers. Uh, I want to shout out Elon Musk. Uh, he hinted at launching something ridiculous into space on the maiden voyage for the Falcon Heavy. If you don't know, the Falcon Heavy is the rocket that has three boosters on it. Um, Jared, there's, there's, this is a point of contention between Jared and I, apparently. Um, but yeah, he announced he's going to be launching his Tesla Roadster playing Space Oddity on a repeat to orbit around Mars. So... Shout out Elon for swinging his big private space dick. Um, okay, wow. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know how any other way to describe that. I mean, he's just flexing on everyone. Let's be clear. I am. The more and more people listen to this, which I hope happens, people are gonna realize that my views are very, very anti-rich white people and and let me let me separate anti-rich people because i don't care i don't care really what your what your color is but just this just the audacity (laughs) to shoot your car into space and put it in orbit around another planet he said months in advance he was gonna do something silly it's the dumbest thing that's what i'm saying saying. (laughs) like i hate to pull out the starving kids in africa card but like how, how does that make them feel better? Like you should, hey man, you, that rich white guy just sent his car into space and it's gonna be playing his favorite song. It puts us one still step sorry. closer to living on Mars. I don't understand. And they're still gonna be hungry. Nah, like Starving. that's what I'm saying. There's just so much. Yeah, I'm so mad just thinking about that. Like, who who would do we, that? We legitimately had an argument for like I two legit, hours. I think I started. It was like ch- around midnight. I think I was cussing chance out. He, he, he was, was, it was heated. Just, it was heated, and I was like, "You can't be this serious." And I say, I was in out. tears I laughing. Was, I was, I was all, all caps in in a, in a text <laughs> message, which is basically the same thing. But dude, like, I just I'm not here for that, man. Like, 
there's too much going on for me to be excited about someone shooting their car into space. <laughs> Listen, she... Elon, Jer- if you're listening, Jared hates you. I love you. Um, keep doing you. You know what? There is Elon be listening listens to some like low key stuff. You know, like he you ever seen him just like randomly respond to random niggas on uh, Twitter and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's so, you know more down to earth than people think. Listeners, you didn't do anything last week, but if you do something this week, tweet our podcast to Elon Musk. You never know what'll happen. Maybe it'll encourage him to not shoot his car in the space. I'd be happy to be. No, part shoot, of shoot your car in the space. <laughs> and if, listen, we were discussing possibly putting swingers. Yeah, in you know space. what? Actually, you know what? <laughs> if, Elon, if you want to do that, we're down for that too. Um, keep living your life. I break sense that. That's what I'm saying. I feel like. If you're going to be putting a car in a space, make it of cultural significance, not just personal accomplishment. Put, you know what I'm saying? Put a car that's decked out, candy paint, you know what I'm saying? Get some How money. is a Tesla Roadster 2 not decked out? Like, off the line. Oh, my God. It's a regular sedan. That's, yeah. The, it's a regular sedan in space. Listeners, don't. don't okay. You know what? We're just going to skip around. So, so. Edit that. That's my point. Houston. He's not from Houston, but let's say he was. Like, like if, like, this was what. This is the difference between Elon Musk and and, and a real nigga. If Mattress Mac had the money to shoot something in a space, I guarantee you, it wouldn't just be his car. It'd be a mattress. The fuck you think? But it would be like an. It'd be a whole living room set that he'd launch in the space. It'd be a mattress that he embroidered like the names of everyone in Houston into and sent it into space. First off, Mattress Mac is an angel. You're not gonna diminish. Listen, I'm not trying to to take anything away from Mattress Mac. I'm just saying. Let's be clear. Let's be very clear. This is a very pro-Mattress Mac (laughs) podcast. So be... And you know what? Shout out Mattress Mac. (laughs) Exactly. Go ahead. So what you're saying. I'm just saying, if you... I'm all for launching something sentimental into space. But again, this is the maiden voyage of the Falcon Heavy. What's the point of putting something sentimental on it and then the thing blows up on its way out of the atmosphere? You know what I'm saying? Uh, just, What's the point? What's the point sure. of shooting a car maybe on the ne- maybe, oh, maybe on the you. next one? <laughs> maybe on the next one they put something meaningful. Hey, so let's plug let's plug our website. Uh, if you go to blackweekend.tumblr.com, after this podcast is up, we're going to put out a, a poll. It's going to be a poll. Should Elon Musk? What should Elon Musk send into space? His personal car playing his favorite song. Uh, a decked out, a decked out, oh, I don't know, caddy playing swing is in the rain, uh, swinging in the rain. We just call it, call it a slap. Let's just keep it simple. Well, I don't know if it's not slow loud banging. Didn't though. we discuss a space alarm clock radio? Or, you know what? Or a space alarm clock radio, which I'll describe more on the website. So I was going to shout out DeWanda Wise. Um, not really sure what Jared's problem is, but DeWanda Wise is basically an angel on Earth um, that I did not know until I watched She's Gotta Have It on Netflix this week. You, you gotta tell um, me. And I don't, I don't know why I can't just shout out my girlfriend without being interrupted. <laughs> basically, she's an angel, and you're not gonna, you're not gonna take that away from her. Um, I learned a lot about myself from watching her, and she's got to have it. And um, yeah, we could just jump right into she's got to have it. But let's talk about the fact that Jared um, does not see the angelic qualities in her. I'm not gonna say that he thinks that she's ugly because he doesn't. I don't want to apologize for interrupting Jasmine earlier and yeah, <laughs> echo her point 
and say, what the fuck is wrong with you? Let's like, how do you not find her... Like, I think you said she was a 6 out of 10? How? Get your prescription checked. Like, what the... It was a the... joke. It was exaggerating. Here's the thing, man. DeWanda is just... He doesn't. She doesn't make it move. And that's all it is. Okay, yeah. yeah. I mean, very literally, yes. But for me, Dewanda is like, like, it's not. She's not unattractive, you know. It's just like you know, chances. You ain't even. And I guess honestly, Jasmine will probably relate to this too. There's a person before I dated Brooke. There was people you'd be walking down the street and you would see. And you would start thinking, how am I going to get that second look in? You know what I mean? Like, you see him and you're like, okay, all right, if I turn slowly here, pretend like I'm looking at the clouds, checking my phone. But is, this then, a, is this a uniquely male experience or is this the same for women too? I'll stare at you and I have no problem letting you know that okay, I'm looking so you're at you. you're not trying to sneak a second look. Nah, like, not at all. Okay. Right. Yeah, this, that's a man thing. Oh, but you feel me, right? I, yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> I know but, exactly then, but, but then there's the kind that you see and you just kind of go, hmm, okay. And keep it moving. Exactly. You know, it's not, it's not worth. It's not worth. It's right, but there's some that you're like, I I need to you know examine. But um, so Dewanda is a very very. I'm I'm happy for her. she's doing her thing. Got her got her got a show and stuff. But for me, I just would never, and I'm sure she would never with me. So I wouldn't worry about that. She's definitely married. None of us are ten. I just I just wasn't I wasn't um. Jasmine's a 10. I'm sorry. She's giving me a side eye. Jasmine's a 10. I'm just going to speak for me and Jared and say we're not exactly 10. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I'm not. I was just, um, I was a 15, but I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) Don't confuse. Apparently, I'm the only one that's ugly as shit. (laughs) Sorry, guys. um, Don't confuse me not liking. And that's why I phrased it the way right, that I did. Right, right, right. I respect it. Tell me about she's got to have it because I that looked interesting, but I don't know if I was ready for. I haven't it. seen the show yet. So and like and I told this to one of my other friends. I don't. I think that you would enjoy it, but I don't. I can't say for sure that y'all would enjoy it the way that I enjoyed it because it's actually very female positive. Um, and and you know, very you can't and, hate females. I guess no, no, and well, it's very pro black as well. Okay, cool. Um, like literally, she ends the first episode by saying "Black Lives Matter." What and network? I was like, what network is this show on? Netflix. Netflix. Did not know that. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. like I well. Did you ever see the original movie? No. It was so tough to get That's into. That's the one in black. black She's gonna have black yeah, and white. it's in black and white, and it, I struggled. So the sh- the show is a reimagining of a movie that came out in what? Nineteen ninety six. Where you been at? Do you know who Spike Lee is? I know. I've never seen this movie. Okay, oh, wow. well, we know where you were in those years. If Chance had a black card left to revoke, we would take another one from him. We're going to keep that on the running score. Chance is at zero, so I don't want to put, him, one, I don't want to put him in the negative. I'm at negative one already. But yeah, that's we're going to keep his score right now at zero. Double zero. That was his <laughs> Every episode, we're going to give one person a pass, and Chance just used his. <laughs> All right, so, okay, so I, I got into Insecure. How is it compared to Insecure? It is... It is insecure. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> um, insecure and what other show? It's like insecure from the perspective of Molly ah, more than Issa. Gotcha. Issa's trying to find herself. Right, right. But in this, Nola Darling knows exactly who she is. That's what, what I'm she saying. Wants. And and it looks like she's like she knows what she wants, like she, and she's got to help. <laughs> We're invoicing Netflix because I'm doing I'm putting that work right now. <laughs> I just, 
gross. Like, just so disgusting. But yeah, no, nah, I mean, it's actually very, like I said, very female positive. Um, there's no, like, it has some very interesting takes on things that occur in black culture and how females perceive themselves and how they're seen by men, uh, both black and of all races as well. Um, and it just shows like a different, a different way to live in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It's not a traditional idea mm-hmm. of a monogamous one-on-one relationship. And you vibe with that? Definitely vibe with that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put your social media info. No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> in the, in the podcast, we'll put it at the end. Like, I'm anything. sure some people are going to be listening to this. But I feel that you know what I like. I'm not. I haven't watched Gotta Have It, but what I'm encouraged by is that if you look around, like Gotta Have It, Insecure, ABC is turned into the Minority Network. They got um, Fresh Off the Boat, Blackish. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I I feel that black black TV is turning more than just into like just BET and UPN. Mm-hmm. And WB, where you had your sitcoms that only niggas knew about, you know? Like, I'm liking that we're seeing high-quality shows that still show our perspective, but is, you know, getting the recognition and the platform it deserves and not just secluding us to it. Because Netflix put some money in the Gotta Have It, right? I'm assuming so. Right? It looks well-produced. Dang, what's the other one? Dear White People. Mm, Dear White People. people, I I haven't started watching that yet, though. Is it good? We, you have is to it watching. good? Okay, you have okay. to start watching. Okay, it's, it's, we're not gonna spoil it for you. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna I watch will. It. It's fantabulous. That's so. is that Tahit? Ta, how do you say that guy's name? Tahiti Coates. Ta, I, wow, I'm not gonna further. Sorry that he's name, butchered you because I don't want to lose any black cars. Um, but <clears throat> yeah, no, yeah, I, I definitely gotta check that out. But I'm happy, like shows like Insecure, HBO, poor money. That girl was Issa was a YouTuber. Right, a YouTuber who just had a good voice and had an opportunity. I'm not saying, and I don't think people could have got that opportunity um, in the past, especially minorities. And so that's what I like about where we're at in 2017 is that I feel... Everyone has a voice. Right. Black TV isn't just black TV, like turn on BET. Like I can see black TV on HBO, on Netflix, on ABC, I don't know if NBC mm-hmm. knows that black people That's exist we just yet, but we're gonna, we're making our way. You know? Yeah, it was about getting representation everywhere, not just on the black network. Right, and we did it in music. Like music, cool music is black music. Period. Yeah. Sorry, The Weeknd, Beyonce, Daniel Caesar. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my nigga Daniel. Um, hip hop is hip hop is pop music now. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And so, why kids want to be black when it comes to music? Pretty soon we're going to control TV. We already took over sports. Um, we had the presidency. Mm-hmm. You know, you know they're, this year's Vans Warped Tour is the last one because white kids like trap music more than uh, I'm actually so glad Vans Warped Tour is... Why is are you so... Fine. It's just... For oh, me, you know what? You never vibe with that music no i you really did but you, you did i did I, i'm I calling did. you out i, I do you've been to a van's yes. warp tour look at him yes. like, and I'm honestly listening. i'm kind of planning to go to the last one because it's the last one yeah even though i'm like probably 10 years older than the demographic they're going for no i would no man i can't you should it. go i can't you should go 
just to experience it. Have once. You, you never been to a Vans Warped Tour? A single one? <laughs> I haven't either. Why like, would I do that? That's not my. I mean, it's my vibe, but it's not my vibe to be around. Okay, that. you don't. Like, you didn't like any white people music. I didn't like Vans Warped Tour white people music, <laughs> but I, I, I probably like the whitest music here. I'm. He listens to folk music. I listen to folk music and like Americana stuff and stuff like that. But like. He doesn't like, vibe with You know what I don't like about Vans Warped Music? Like, what are those bands like? It's pop punk, generally. Yeah. <laughs> like that whole voice vocalization thing that they do. So you Patrick, were not at the disco band. Yeah, Patrick Snub, if you're listening to this, we apologize. <laughs> right? That is so annoying to me. Like, Jared guess, is what is, what is Kevin saying? Right Sing with your chest. Like, like I want to... Sing it. And I'm just like, I want to, I want to apologize. Drive too. off the road when I hear music all of like the pop punk <laughs> listeners. I literally just want to just run myself over if possible. Uh, I it's I try not to speak about on that too much because I appreciate everyone's different like different music tastes. Sure, but that's straight trash to me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. That's okay. Okay. He just completely invalidated that whole straight. Okay. I can't stand it. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, no. Back. Oh, wow, we really got off. I feel like I'm happy with where black TV is at and where black actresses are at. And speaking of black actresses, we had a girl come come up. She was already doing just fine, mm-hmm. but she got a ring. They put a ring on it. Meghan Markle. Meghan Markle. I'm sure all of you are aware by now that Meghan Markle, the former star of, what was that? Was it Suits? Who knows? Okay, I'm sorry. Suits, White Collar, one of those AMC, TNT shows. Um, In my person, I think she's, I personally think she's one of the most attractive women to have ever existed. You can at me on that one. Um, (laughs) And she was dating What's the guy's Harry? What's his last name? Prince Harry. I don't. I just realized. Do we, anyone knows what's their last name? You were right about suits. She was also in Horrible Bosses. Uh, I don't know Prince Harry's last name. I know he's. Is it of Edinburgh? <laughs> Since his dad's they a have wow. weird name. Since his dad's a Duke of Edinburgh. Doing it right now. Let's do a little. Let's do your work. Henry Charles Albert David. Those are all first names. <laughs> but um, anyways. She, they are now engaged to be wed, and I'm happy. Like I know a lot of people. Black royalty. Right, I know a lot of people, and and I'm waiting to hear what y'all have heard from your friends and just online and stuff. Yeah. Are upset for some reason, or feel or don't like her. But I mean, I don't get. It. I really just don't get it. I need someone to explain why there's even controversy. So my my girlfriend Jackie, uh, she was telling me her mom said. She was like criticizing Prince Harry for like lowering himself by <gasps> marrying a commoner oh, 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 who oh. wasn't a virgin, and I was like, I didn't know where that Whoa. was going. That's like, that's a level of criticism that's like you got to go way out of your way to do the mental backflips for that. But, I thought I you were gonna say black that... girl at first. Oh no 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 no! I don't think he, she would have told him that if that was the case. I just would keep no, that her, secret. Her parents her. are wonderful. They're not racist. No. Yeah, not, not even, that's not a good point. Not yeah, even. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, okay, so is it the marrying a common thing? Is it wasn't Kate Middleton like a commoner? Kate Middleton. No, I th- well, I I think there's like a there's a society she, in the country where she's they're a, an American. Royalty, yeah, like she's, they're prepared for. And she was Megan a commoner, was just like, but she was like 
For all we know, he could have met her on Tinder, and that was like how they got together, and that's not royal. Oh, well, let's be clear. Henry's never going to be king, nor is because he's like he was. He's the second son. First off, yeah, I don't know the lineage, but king. he's pretty far down, I believe. Was dad? His dad is still a prince. Was dad is a prince when Elizabeth dies, which she doesn't look, doesn't look like it'll happen this century. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna die before but, her, right? If he were to ever, if I'm sorry, that was weird. If he, if she were to ever die. Their father would become king. When Charles would become king, then after Charles, it's what's Henry's brother's name? You know, we're just gonna look up the whole. Dang, guys, we really don't know anything about British royalty. It's not my business to know. It really isn't. We we did we got rid of that two hundred two hundred and something years ago. That's what the American Revolution was for. Yeah, I don't know how this family structure works. Like they have a whole site dedicated to it, and no, just what's Henry's brother's name? Henry and. It's Kate Middleton and... I thought it was Henry and Charles. Oh, Prince Charles. Charles Jr.? Prince Charles? Prince Charles is Elizabeth's son. Prince Henry, the Duke of York. I, I don't know. I don't know how this works. Look at the... Just look at the... Why are you looking at it's images? Like, just go to Google and type in Prince Henry's brother. I don't understand why it's taking that long. You literally live on a computer all day, and you couldn't do this. I was trying to get the whole... That's thing. a pet peeve of mine. This is another anti-shadow. We got to find a word for that. But people who Google wrong, you ever seen somebody like, hey, can you Google this for me? And then you're looking at what they're typing William. in. William, that's what it is. So, okay, it's Elizabeth, Charles, William, then William's son. I, forget, I don't even know his name. We're not doing that. Then Henry. So that's not, Henry's not going to be called. Henry? Who's Henry? Henry? Prince Harry. His nickname's Harry. No, it's, it's definitely Harry. I don't know what the dude's name is. It's, it's Henry. We have butchered this Meghan yeah. Markle segment. But in... Anyways, anyway, I'm happy for him. Whether it's he's a commoner, I'm happy. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. She's going to have to denounce her citizenship, right? No, she won't have to denounce citizenship. She can just never hold public office. I think that's what it is. His name is Harry. It is Harry, I know. I think she can have dual citizenship. She can have dual citizenship. And she can, be, pay taxes and she can be a royal. Well, she won't have to pay taxes. Yeah. But, oh, I guess you will have to pay if taxes. You want, if you want dual citizenship, you have to pay taxes in both places. So, like, I feel like she, um, oh, she could just never hold public office. That's what it is. Because she's royalty now. Yeah. Jasmine, what's your thoughts on Megan? You're the only black woman here. I feel like we haven't let you talk. I don't care. You don't care? Like, this sounds rude. Like, I mean, let them do them. I, I agree. I did not know who she was before this. I don't watch suits. <laughs> I don't watch, like, I'm not a TV Me neither, person. Really. Like, I don't. It's not that big of a deal to me. Um, I don't care how little black she is. We all know about the one drop rule. Like, she's black. Let yeah, her do her. Exactly. She ain't, right. She's not pressed about being black or not being black. He's happy. We knew he was going to marry somebody black. Yeah. It, it, the rumors. It was, rumors. it was very apparent his yeah. wife was going to be black. Yeah. And he found the one that he passed for both. And he's like, hey, look. He's still and black. Here's the thing. You brought up so many good stuff. First of all, let me address the people talking about her dad is white. Like, who cares? Exactly. If if this, unfortunately, if this had been a few hundred years ago, or she would have still been dead. She, they still would have. They still would have had her out in the. Or they wouldn't have had her out in the field. No, they would have had her in the house. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I was, you know what I'm saying? She definitely wouldn't have been of of high standing. Wouldn't make a difference. So I don't. I whatever she chooses to call herself, I don't care. I really don't. I'm happy. She's one of us. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like. She had a black mom. We made it to the council. This is what, this is for all the people who are upset. Just remember, she had a black mom. Like, that's what it comes down to, really. She probably got the heads back in to a wall. The palace. Exactly. We got there. Don't you do it. And then what you said about, um, what did she say about it? You said something after the black thing. 
Oh, okay. And then what you said about Harry being down for the cause, you heard he's not inviting Trump to the wedding, but the Obamas are getting that invite. And just the other day, he invited Obamas to the palace just to chill. Damn, like you. <laughs> that's what, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like you saw me, Obama, they dapped up. And stuff. I was like, oh, we made it. Yeah, like, we made it. Next thing, oh, how how crazy would it be? This will never happen. But let's just pre, let's just hypo, hypo, fantasize. What if all the British royals just start marrying black people, and and like fifty years from now, half the royal family is black? I'm ready for that. London guy. would flip upside down. <laughs> there are still they some racists there, right? right? <laughs> They'd be like, "Oh, what royals? We never, we never had a key. I don't know what you're talking about." So I'm I'm happy that um, that uh, Harry is one. You know, showing. Showing the world who really what? deserves respect when it comes to American leadership, and uh, I'm I'm happy that he's down for the cause. He, I mean, we don't have any black cards to send him currently, but here's my question to you: Is Henry is Harry invited to the cookout? Yes. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Whoa! I no. think this is cookout listen, worthy. Listen, listen, I, listen. How is this not listen. cookout worthy? Cookout. Because and like everybody's been getting invited. You're right. Everyone's been getting invited Listen, who does I, not deserve it. I agree with you. I he's, agree. He's not invited because he's posting, okay? Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Good call. Good call. I agree. <laughs> Cook out at the palace this year, folks. Yeah, so I'm appreciating just the black recognition from from Americans and British royalty. Oh, and black recognition from the Grammys. Did y'all see the Grammy nominees came out this week? And all of, I believe it was all that were nominated for record of the year. All black men and women. Were, yeah, were of African or African or minority descent. No white people, basically. No. It was a white female. Yeah, there's a uh, white female. I forgot her name. Who? Um, was it for song of the year or for album of the year? One of those. I can't. I don't remember. I'm talking about record of the year. Record. Wow. We don't all still listen to finals, Jay. No, no, no. That, that's just the name of the category. They don't call it. It's. Lord, Lord, okay. Lord for melodrama. She's nominated for best but record. That's best record. Yeah. Okay. Record okay. Album so album of the year is. Oh no, that's. Oh, she's. Ah, dang it. Lord always effing things up, man. We were so close. <laughs> that's it's, great though. Why? No, it's not great because if Lord wins this, it's it's. You proof, already know what it's going to It's do. proof that the Grammys need to just shut it True. shut it down. True. Hand over the mantle. What, what do you think should win? For, so here's the nominees. We got Bruno Mars for 24 Karat Magic. This is album of the year. 24 Karat Magic, Childs Gambino, Awaken My Love, Jay-Z, 444, Kendrick Lamar, Damn, and Lord Melodrama. So out of those options, Kendrick or... I Kendrick think... or Bruno, to be honest. Uh, and that's just me, because I vibe with it. More. Listen, so let, we need to recognize that the Grammys... It's not about like. It's difficult to objectively, you know, quantify music, but the Grammys is the furthest thing from that. It's about whatever had the most popular effect. Mm, right? It's not even about popular. It's just about what the voters are feeling because they well, decide. Which reflects, in general, what the, pop, what the you know popular effect. But is. also, not Bruno only Mars is not to be you know forgotten about. Right, but it's also narrative. It's also narrative. 
And I feel Grammy voters and that they're, they're whatever it is, they know they know they snubbed Kendrick multiple times, right? Mm. Cause he lost Art of he, no, he lost Good Kid Mad City mm. to Macklemore, right? Yeah. Correct? Right. Yep. And then who did he lose to Pimp a Butterfly to? It was something crazy. Get, no. No, it wasn't Iggy Zaley. They would have burned the burned the place down. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Then he lost he lost to Pimple Butterfly to somebody. And they they're tired of getting online and seeing people comment like, Grammy's a racist, Kendrick should So I wouldn't be surprised if Kendrick gets the win. Because everyone all, every white person heard humble. Every uh, everybody heard um DNA, mm. which has I think the there's the only one song of on that album that I did not listen to. The, the story behind that track is just amazing. Fill us in. So apparently Kendrick finishes the track. I think DJ Mustard was uh, on the beat for that track. Mustard on that beat. And he I just keeps going. Like he that's just right, kept going. Right, you're right, you're right. And so Mustard was like, we're not cutting this shit off. I'm about to make a beat to go with that. Like, yeah, exactly. It's, it's, ugh, it's a good story. Yeah. Um, so I think Kendrick is going to get it. Record of the year, I think, will be Redbone by Childish with Cambino. Kendrick got snubbed by Taylor Swift. Yeah, you know. <laughs> let's also, let's establish something. As like much her. as this is pro-Mac, Mattress Mac, this is anti-Taylor Swift. <laughs> no, like, in all seriousness, like, she's not. She has not done anything redeemable in my, my goodness. eyes. Just, and I've given her so many chances. Oh, uh, for me, for me, it's really and, and y'all are going to disagree. Uh, I no disrespect to Kendrick Lamar. I loved Damn, but it's going to be a toss up for me for between Awaken My Love and Four Four Four. I don't think Awaken My. I think Redbone. No. I think Redbone is going to get recognition. Is that nominated for best single? That's what best I just said. Best oh. record. Redbone's going to win best record, but I don't think Awaken My Love is going to win best okay, album. Yeah. Yeah, I think Redbone should win. Mm-hmm. So, Redbone yeah. is definitely, I think, a shoe on. Especially with the with Get Out. It was in Get Out. So white yeah. people just seeing that hair and hearing that left and right. Yeah. So I think it'll win. What is it? Well, oh, I forgot about Despacito. Nobody uh, actually likes that song, though. White, you, you got No remember. one actually white, likes white that I was, song. I was in a car with no one... a white girl just last weekend on the way back from the Renaissance Fair. Guess what she wanted to hear? Interesting. Jasmine, hmm. you really. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It did just, yeah. It we're not gonna put that. We're not gonna do that. We're not gonna do that. But I was. Wait, what? Wait, wait. You were at Ren Fair last weekend? Yeah. I just. I think I went to Ren Fair. Was that? It was either last weekend or two weekends ago. I don't. What? What is questionable here? We're not. We're not oh. gonna get into it. We're gonna spare you. But um. Um. That, white people, Jasmine. White people do love Despacito. Yes. Like it's I've been in crowds where people where hours. it starts at like and people. It's I'm like telling the, you, know, I'm telling listen, you. Listen, listen, listen. It's time they enjoy it. It's been programmed in their brain. Right. No, wait. That's their get lit song. So they hear that and they automatically get drunk. That's all it is. Right. No one actually wants to And these are the people are it. voting. That's what I'm telling you. Unfortunately. Yeah. I think Sis is up for best new artist. I don't yeah. see how she loses to she Little Lil Uzi versus very Khaled. No, she's Unless she, I don't even know who Julia Marca, Michaels is. I'm assuming she's, she's a singer. country singer. Um, Wait, who's winning? Wait, what are what are our options? SZA for this is best new artist: SZA, Julian Michaels, Lil Uzi Vert, Khaled, and Alessia Cara. Khalid. Ooh, oh, wait, right. that it actually might Khalid. be difficult. SZA for y'all is simple, but you have to remember, like, oh man, Alicia, Alessia Cara. Yeah, but she didn't really have just like major hits. 
Wait, didn't she do the theme song for Moana? One. It's a rap. She got it. Yeah, but I don't know if people really know that that's her, dude. But SZA is very SZA urban. Is like it's urban. Cur- cultural thing. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, you thinking about that. I'm thinking about, like, overall. Best R&B performance. Um, this is a ah. Uh, this is a rap. I think the right answer is Daniel Caesar and Caliucci's "Get You" because that's yeah. the R&B song of the year for me. But all the nominations are how you pronounce this? Kalani. Yeah. Kalani. Oh, Bobby. <laughs> how do you say this? Ladissi. Hi, Bruno Mars. That's what I like. And Sizz of the Weekend. I we know exactly what's winning. And it's Bruno. Stop playing yourself. You, that was Brooke's low-key favorite song of the summer. We'd be night. driving and I'd get in the car and she'd be like, Stay by the fire That's not her favorite line. It's not. Mm. <laughs> Don't send this one to the parents, Brooke. Um, <laughs> but that is her favorite line. That And then watermelon. Is it? It's a watermelon. What is it on the watermelon sign? Or champagne on ice or something? She likes, that's all she would sing. Strawberry champagne. Strawberry. Oh, chance, look at chance. There we go. Could I not know what I've heard it 400 times? Okay, don't have to. You don't need to. Bruno. What? Every time I've heard the song, it's been in an Uber. Oh, okay. That's the only reason I heard it. Sorry, Uber. Can y'all change up your music? But, I mean, let's be real. If there's anyone who's written in an Uber more in Houston, I don't know. Cause Just Chance. Chance, chance is, key, is paying a lot of Uber drivers. I'm trying to get that uh, Uber platinum status. Car, college funds. Do they really have like loyalty points in Uber? They're, yeah, they have credit card now. And that's how you know. <laughs> I know Uber a lot. Um, but okay, back to Bruno. Jasmine brought something up not too long ago that I disagree with on a, a human level. Um, I didn't bring it up, but okay. And why don't you read the tweet? Do you still have no, that tweet? No, up? I don't have it. Paraphrase it or something, because I can't even so, discuss it anymore. Someone mentioned something about if Chris Brown had never beat up Rihanna, would there ever be oh, like the yeah. comparison of Bruno to Michael Jackson? Listen. So, wait, is this supposed to suggest that Chris Brown could then be compared to Michael Jackson? Yes. If he hadn't beat. And that's what's wrong with this exactly. on every single every level. level. Let, let, let's dissect that. First of all, if there's a conversation whether or not Bruno Mars is comparable to Michael Jackson, it's over. Done. Stop okay. it right now. No, if no, you're listening. No, nothing to discuss. And those thoughts have come through your mind. It's Michael Jackson, and it's not even It's not even Michael close. Jackson set the wave. Bruno Mars wrote it. Exactly. And he's still writing it to get checks. Even if... Oh, I'm so angry. Even if Bruno just kills it for the next... 20 years. He's behind MJ because MJ started when he was eight. Exactly. The greatest pop song. He used to be in a song, group. Sound. 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 I'm tuning up in a home. <laughs> the greatest pop song of all time is I Want You Back by the Jackson 5, mm-hmm. Michael Jackson. And he hadn't even hit puberty yet. Right. Bruno been singing with his sisters forever since and he was like five. Name one song. Please don't. That, yeah. that, that's no, my point. No one can think of anything before the ladies. I about. can name. A B C, um, I want you back. The love you saved. Ben. Ben. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Michael is being Michael. It's not even close. Right. And then okay, that's back. Chris Brown 
Stop. Let's not even do it because I know how you feel. I know how you feel. And I know how no, I it, feel. But they don't know how we feel. we need to discuss this as content for the podcast. I don't think... I don't you can think, edit out me saying that because I should not say it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Chris Brown... Let, remove, let's not even get into the, all the, the controversy stuff. I think young... When he was young, like, what's that song? Yeah! That's, I mean, that's a banger. You know what I'm saying? What's the other one? Um... Um, what's the other one? I can only think of that in the song that they had in, um... Trying to get to you, that monkey. What's that song? That was T-Pain. Yeah, I don't think... <laughs> that wasn't him? I don't think that was Chris Brown. Oh, okay. Run It? Run It, Run that's it. what I'm thinking. And then there was, um... With Jewels? Santana? Oh, man, what was the name? Ain't No that? Way. Young Love. Poppin'. Like, y'all Poppin'. Oh, y'all oh, know what oh. to sit here so and here's play the thing. Like, here's the thing. Poppin'? Okay, Poppin'. here's the thing. As when it comes to child R art child R and B sensations, Chris Brown is probably the biggest one of the last like twenty years. I'll give you that. Forever. That one was a big one. Forever. Everyone played that in their weddings. That's when it's sick. That's when he because that because that video because that YouTube video. Yeah, we we all saw that. Video I video, I think yeah I just Chris it's just he doesn't sudden, he doesn't do it for you and that's fine right and the consistency is just not there oh, okay what was that one where he was trying to rap look at me now this trash absolute yeah absolute garbage I, I I appreciate when some R&B artists try to rap I think so y'all appreciate really Lemon well. y'all appreciate Rihanna and I Lemon. think Bobby Valentino has done it really well but excuse Chris me Brown Bobby not, what so Bobby who Valentino what did he do he has raps before what? Moving on. Yeah, so <laughs> I feel I just don't feel Chris, even just on a musical level, should ever be put in that category. But to to insist that we should feel pity on him because he beat up Rihanna. No, I don't think it's that it was the pity portion. I think that it was once he did that. Any no, debate I, about I, him was ceased. That that's well, what yeah. it was more. Listen, if he had continued on the trajectory he had created with those light, you know, lighthearted, fun, poppy songs, he still wasn't coming in anywhere, anywhere close Agreed. to Agreed. Michael Jackson. Wasn't gonna happen. All right, well, y'all have Agreed. a great night. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Like Michael Jackson was a pop visionary. We have songs we, I mean, like Forever and songs have... like What What Was on Twenty Four Karat Magic because of Michael Jackson. Right, I don't think that they're Chris saying. Brown and Bruno I don't Mark think that they're saying gonna... that they're better than Michael Jackson. I think it was the more um, well, I the the comparison was of Bruno Mars versus Michael Jackson. No, that wasn't it. And like y'all was really going ham, and I let you I'm do what y'all this. wanted to do. Regardless of what they're saying, this is what I'm saying. I'm a fan. Oh, I'm a fan. This is what I say. I prefer Bruno Mars to Chris Brown. Period. And, we know why. And you're right. It's because he, he didn't beat up his girlfriend. I agree. You're right. Bruno's a cokehead, though. I mean, yeah, there's Bruno that. Is Bruce, okay, yeah, he's a cokehead. But, I mean... Everyone has their vices in life, right? Yeah. And we hold... We hold you're I, right. I'm Artistically just, speaking, I don't know if I can go with Bruno Mars over Chris Brown. Really? Yeah. Name your favorite Chris Brown song of the last three years. Three years. For the last three years, nothing. That's my point. Name you could you at uh, least yeah, have I, I've liked some of his features, but you at least think. like what was that Uptown Funk? Nobody liked that. I just got like stuck that. in your song. You didn't like Uptown Funk? Mm-hmm. You, the only reason it just made me want to listen to Trinidad James. That's every time I heard it. 
I just seen that the Trinidad James parts. Yeah. So when it says, "Don't believe me, just watch," I just yeah. go, "Nigga, nigga, nigga." Wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm just singing the original. <laughs> don't believe me, just watch, nigga, nigga, nigga. Don't believe me, just watch, nigga. Trinidad James didn't he get paid because of that? Yeah, that's what's no supposed to come up. No doubt. Um, Trinidad, we love you. Um, okay, but I think that's I think that's a it's appropriate that we're talking about Chris Brown and his relation and his you know past missteps with women because I feel I am violently and this isn't like this isn't a, like a surprising stance but I am utterly disgusted by Hollywood and how they allowed Same. the sexual assault and not just Hollywood the entertainment industry yeah. sexual assault to get to what it is like I'm happy like I feel like a lot of people and I am I'm a sad, I'm glad that these people are getting called out and, and taken down and fired but at the same time I'm upset like how and long was allowed it to get right. this far? Right, mm-hmm. you know, like okay, so the most recent one um, since the, the taping of this podcast, Matt so Lauer. On, yeah, we honestly, by the time this goes up, there might be another exactly. one. Exactly, but Matt Lauer got fired for inappropriate sexual. One of the last people I expected. Well, that's because no, you don't you know anything attention. about Matt Lauer. Yeah, homeboy is a pervert. Is a is is whore. Is trash. <laughs> it's trash. Every female like co-anchor that he's had. If he, once he stopped like liking them, he got rid of them forcefully. Matt Lauer is a piece. I'm, I'm trying not to swear. Matt Lauer is a piece of shit, man. I, <laughs> and, and and it's one of those things, like, looking back, like, the second I heard he was, I was like, you know what? That makes yeah. sense. And I, it's just one of those things. How many pe- more people out there are Matt Lowering and we're lo- just allowing it to happen? When had accusations come out before? His latest accusation where he so, was fired. That's the thing. This is the thing. No accusations. That's why I was shocked because I was like, he's hosted the Today Show. He's right, a bright, right. shiny image. But you know, I, had I, never, no accusations. I had never heard anything. No it was accusations. just the cringy stuff that he was doing. It's not just the cringy stuff. But where, where was that yeah, to light before the actual firing? Not, not, it's not just his. Everyone had accepted it. It's yeah. not just his. I'm not talking about the sexual behavior, it's his overall misogynistic um, actions towards women. Is well documented, well documented. The way, just way he treats women in the workplace has just been—it's been evident for <laughs> Any, a long time now. Anybody who has a like a, a a hidden notch on their desk to lock their office door from the inside so I no one can come in. Ah, well, <laughs> you didn't know insane. that. Nah, he nah, literally like he like he was like Doctor Evil, spin around in the chair. Okay, now that you're in here, click and lock you in there. So their part. Damn, he's out <laughs> bullshitting. Miami Herald, what was the lock button Matt Lauer had under his desk? Fuck. Also, on that, just look at the, the previous female co host that he had. And every time one of them is forced out, everyone is. The word on the street is always Matt Lauer. Pushed him out. Pushed him out. Ann Curry spent her entire. Not a, her entire life. She's very accomplished and did way more than host a day. Today's show, but a big part of what she wanted to do in life was hosted today's show, and Matt Lauer just didn't like her, and so he pushed her out. Which I guess, if you got the clout, you could do what you want to do. But it didn't just stop with Matt Lauer, there was rumors about him pushing out Tamron Hall. Um, what's the other one? I can't, I wish I watched the today's show. It was after I think Meredith Vieira, what's her name, Natalie Morales. Natalie Morales, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Just every time, there's always something like they would leave and they would, no one would ever speak glowingly about his relationships with females. So 
And and I think it's the fact that they fired him so fast. We knew something. We know something was up. You know, yeah, they happened. had protected him for too long. They're like, listen, we can't. The host of the show that morning found out like an hour before they went right. live. It's right. crazy. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, if it was if there was any doubt in NBC's mind, his contract is so ironclad that they would have they would not have just fired him so quickly because they knew they would have lost that money. But they must have. Hey Matt, you know it, you've been a dick. <laughs> it's coming out. You know what we got to do. Yeah. And the fact that we haven't heard Matt be like, "I'm suing." Yeah, I was looking for a statement. I still have. He not did have a statement, it. and I think he just said he apologized. Like he just kept it simple. Like why? Yeah, lie? he kept it simple, but why he didn't. Like, he didn't just... come out. He didn't say he was gay like Kevin Spacey. <laughs> it's been a while since we recorded this. By the way, I'm gay. But <laughs> I'm a piece of shit. I'm, I'm also gay. <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> what? I I wish I had done this before the show. Maybe I'll. I wish I had done this before the show. It's gone through and just since, since last recording, how many people we found out have just are just total, total ass. The whole I think the whole phenomenon of the blow up in Hollywood began right after our first like episode. yeah I think it was right literally after everyone episode. that has been announced was after our first episode it's been crazy we got Louis C.K. jacking off in front of every female comedian Who, I, I, I'll, I will give him an ounce of respect back that he just came on Twitter and was like yeah I've been doing this and I learned too late that I shouldn't have been doing it and you know but also why didn't you just know ahead of time that you just shouldn't be jerked off <laughs> and that's a good point that's a good point but you know what some of uh, and it was actually I wish I had a, a Twitter username, but it was a, a, a woman who pointed out that I was eager to give St. Louis, oh, he did it the right way. He just owned up to it. But she did point out, she's like, hey, women have been saying this for a long time, and he has consistently denied it until people actually banded together and said, it happened this, this, this. And then it was only then that everyone knew about it, that he was so gracious and so understanding and apologetic. So I just I'm, I'm not, I don't know. They're Chance is right. Strong. You should know not to just be like, "Hey, can I jerk off in front of you?" And like, his his cop out is. I mean, he was talking about how he's never he's never done it without someone's consent. Sure, uh, but when when there is like a power structure there, right? And you are over someone, like simply asking, "Hey, can I pull my dick out and jerk off in front of you?" is not just a question anymore. It, right? Like you are creating a situation. You're creating a predicament. Where people are questioning, well, is this worth losing my job? Is this worth right. losing my 401k? I've got kids to put through college. It's not okay. And it, it's not it, appropriate. I feel horrible for those people because mine, I'm not going to, I'm not even going to lie to you. My initial response is like, all right, I understand that these, these guys are doing bad things, but like, I feel like there's a lot of women that I looked up to that I'm kind of let down that they didn't come out and just say like, hey guys, these dudes in Hollywood are assholes. You know what I, I mean? mean? They couldn't. And they, they couldn't. Right. But they didn't like. And they got shut down. Be right. Exactly. You're right. It, it, they chose the money over. Well, yeah, it's not they fair chose to say their lifestyle. It's over. not fair to say why didn't y'all come out? It's you're right, and that's and I feel bad for thinking that. Come out. And, but you're right. It was an environment where they couldn't come out, and that's just what I gotta understand. And that's why I just feel bad about the whole thing. I tell you one thing. Let me let's just be clear. If I just oh, I just I don't, I don't even What's know what not? to say. It's just. Horrible man, what's going on? I don't agree with it. Obviously, this yeah, this isn't like a heroic stance I'm taking, but yeah. uh, I just I'm not feeling it. Hey, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back.
Hey, thanks for listening to Black Weekend. You can listen to us on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you listen to your podcast. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Black Weekend Pod or on Tumblr and SoundCloud at Black Weekend. Thanks. Welcome back. Uh, hopefully you've enjoyed it so far. Um, one topic that we didn't address was did y'all catch Jay-Z? I guess he gave like some sit-down interview. I don't even know the guy's name. And he was just he got really personal. He talked about his relationship with Kanye. He talked about his struggles in his marriage on a in a very I I would say personal, intimate level. I mean, considering the secrecy him and his wife have. But uh before I get into it, Jasmine, what do you just let's do some level setting? Where do you stand on Jay Z, Jasmine? What's your what's your opinion on on Jay Z? One, ah, I think he does really, I think he does really good things. Okay, that's cool. I think that what he did to his wife was hella messed up, mm-hmm. and he should he should have known better more than anyone else. Right. After being there, watching how she saw her own parents' marriage fall apart you know what, from the right. same exact thing, and to me, like, I, first off, if you're, if I feel like there's only like a couple reasons why people would cheat. One, you don't care. Two, you're in a power struggle. That's pretty much it for me. You feel like, for whatever reason, you're not on top in your relationship whether it's marriage, girlfriend, whatever, boyfriend, and you feel the need to get some power back. And I feel like that's probably why he did what he did. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, his name does not gain the recognition that Beyonce's does. Whether or not y'all agree with that. No, it's fine. the truth. Beyonce's but it's like true. The most, like it's probably she, the most famous person on the I feel like he did it more out of a power struggle, which makes it Ten times worse, like I said, because you really think it was about that, about their careers, about her following. I absolutely feel that way. Interesting. You know what I think? Because I'm sorry, but you watched your wife take her parents' divorce. You saw how that affected her. You saw how that affected that family, and yet a couple years later, or around the same time frame, who knows? You did the exact same thing to her. That could have ruined your family you saw what the outcome of cheating was and you literally did not give two f's about it and you still did it what's your reasoning behind it well i feel like if you talks still a lot about care about her if that's somebody you actually love why would you hurt her again why would you reopen the same wound that someone else just ripped open at the age of 30 some like 30 she should not be finding out that pretty much anything that she ever knew about her father was a lie i don't know how she could have handled that well privately he was the one that she went to to console her in that situation more than likely and you took her pain and you literally took a knife cut her back open and kept stabbing at her i feel like it's a power struggle because that's when she was at her starting to actually climb at her height and left him behind i if what i'm not willing to subscribe why he did it because I just don't know enough about them. I did that. What you're saying does make a lot of sense. I will say this though, whatever his reasoning was, it was wrong. Pretty effed. It was up. wrong. You know what I'm saying? Because I think he admits. 
which is right, cool, but at but the why same you have time, to get to that point? At the no, same like, time, no, admitting it doesn't, you know, negate the terrible act that you've done just because you admit to it, you know. And I hate to say it like this, because all women should be respected in their relationships, and men should be, but everyone should be respected in their relationships. But I can't emphasize this enough. It's Beyonce. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, if you can't if you can't get it right for Beyonce, who can you get it right for? Yeah. Does that make sense? Do I'm thankful I've I've you know, shout out Brooke. I found my personal Beyonce and so I do I don't want to I don't want to hurt them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Jay-Z, Jay-Z, Jasmine, ringing. is Jay-Z attractive? He's not an attractive nigga, right? Listen, I don't, conventionally attractive, no, I think. But is he? Watching his growth and how he's built himself up from where he was. He's not Chris that Brown is, is what I'm saying, right? Okay, well. Nope. <laughs> he's no pretty boy. Right, right. So, and it's not, it's more than about looks. But I'm just saying, all put together, he... He lucked out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it shouldn't. I hate. I just. I'm just gonna say it. Common sense. You should never be. be if you're with Beyonce right now, <laughs> you everything should be about what she wants right. and her satisfaction. But f your needs. We also well, no, don't know Beyonce as a person, though. I don't care. I mean, I hear you, but that matters to some people. A lot of people, like but what the person is actually like. I don't know what she's like. She's been in the industry since she's she was a, she's a, a child. A strong-willed, never... intelligent woman. I'm sure there is not a peaceful moment in that house. She's, a black, mean... she's a black woman from Houston. I know enough. You that, know what that I'm doesn't mean That doesn't mean she's not, you know, that doesn't mean that two people can't be happy together just because, I mean, if you're going to be, if you're two strong and intelligent people, there is going to be discourse. It's yeah, always yeah. going to be the case, and it's going yeah, to be powerful discourse because you've got two intelligent people convincingly arguing opposite sides at the same point. So I, it's I honestly, within my whole soul, one hundred percent believe that Beyonce does not argue. Yeah, no, <laughs> and you know what? Like, I'm not, she, I feel like she made that very apparent. Arguing for what? Like I'm not getting paid for this. I'm gonna go ahead. Right. Don't go about my business. I, I learned a lot. You get yourself together. She confirmed a lot <laughs> to me with that elevator video. We a lot of a lot a lot of people would have been. Solange is beating the shit out of Jay Z, <laughs> and Beyonce is smiling. <laughs> she knows there's a camera. She doesn't yeah. see it, but she knows there is, and she's. Just handle my lightweight. Exactly. She got her. That tells me enough. You know, I don't need to know anything else besides that and what she puts out into the public sphere. But I just feel bad for Beyonce. Do y'all know the story about one of her, like her first long-term committed uh, boyfriend? Uh, I've read this. I don't know Beyonce personally, so you know, Beyonce, please come through and tell us the true story behind this. But apparently, the story goes that she was in a committed relationship. They had a you know, we're having a good time. This was back when she was in Destiny's Child. Before Destiny's Child was Destiny's Child. And she was really, look. she really wanted to commit long term. Because that's what she does. She's she's that kind of woman. And this dude, this idiot, I'm not feeling it, you know. And this dude suggested they go on break. And during that break is when Destiny's Child first blew up. Mm-hmm. And she met Jay-Z. And I'm sure I can't fault that. I'm fault sure. Him. I'm sure he he's sitting there right now. He Every waking into, moment is pain made, and torture for this he man. He made an intelligent decision. I can't fault him for that. I disagree. Listen, you think that she's the finest thing on this earth, and I, I get sure. that. 
I think that clouds your judgment. Yeah. Remember, she was also how old were they with Destiny's Child? Sixteen, seventeen? Yeah, they were in their teens. That's too much. So for him to have actually as a sixteen, seventeen year old man say or child, whichever you want to choose, say, Listen, like I can't really say that this is what I want for sure and he stepped away, I was an intelligent decision. Like I couldn't yeah. imagine be, if I if if it's you not, were with the person that you were with at fifteen or sixteen we all know how that would play out. He You're made right. an intelligent right. decision. Yeah. Dang it. Look at that. And, and to, to, to expand upon that point, too, just the the notion that Beyonce, she's, she's a wonderful person. She's I'm a perfect sure. person. But as busy and as focused and as strong-willed as she is, I, I, I can, I'm willing to guarantee that being her husband is no picnic. No picnic whatsoever. Which is not to say that we should avoid strong women. Strong women are are are, are amazing. I'm attracted to strong women. I'm Virgo driven women by strong women. Um, but it's it there. You have to work at maintaining that relationship. And, and at so, 16, 17, traveling with your girlfriend. Exactly. That not not every man. <laughs> not every man, as much as they think they would love to be with Beyonce, is prepared for that role. You know what I mean? Man, what not, he would have not every. Not every man is cut out for that. Listen, I'm gonna just put it to you straight. He would have did. He would. <laughs> I don't it. care what Beyonce is doing. I don't. And let me not joke about that. I don't care if I'm walking home and Beyonce is taking my wallet out of my <laughs> give me the cash. You know. Yes, ma'am. You know, go sit in your room. Yes. Be in there shortly. Like, okay. I know that's horrible, and I know that's borderline <laughs> fetishization and. Uh, <laughs> But it's Beyonce. You yeah. know what I mean? <sighs> I just personal angle. But you know what? Really, really, you know what really just really puts me over the top with Beyonce is how much she reps Houston. Mm-hmm. I respect, and that's what we do. You know, mm-hmm. I respect people who know where they're from and true uh, to where to where they're back. To where and I been. appreciate that she doesn't feel the need to always announce it, right? Because people want her to be that person. You know, they always. Seven one three. Yeah, like doesn't they want be like her that. to be that. But she, she does it in ways she like she's a hard. She wears yeah. a hard and rockets jersey. Right. She wears. She puts Houston Shh. Texas baby and who run the world girls and countdown Houston rocket. You know what I'm saying? She was serving food after the hurricane. Exactly. She's, she's a real Houstonian. She didn't post it on Twitter and say, I'm on my way to Houston and go give him food. She didn't okay. feel the need to do that. And so just because she doesn't announce it, I would safely say most people who know Beyonce know she's from Houston. So here's my question. I don't think that this is a change of subject here. I don't think that people who know Riff Raff Nessus and Riff Raff, the goat rapper of all time, joking. I, I don't think people know the Riff Raff from Houston. So my question is, is Riff, do you consider Riff Raff a Houstonian rapper, yeah. like a Houston rapper? I know of one listener who will vehemently hit the pause button and we'll be done listening to the podcast <laughs> as of right now. And I want to apologize to that listener. Are they not a Riff Raff fan? We'll get into that after the podcast. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, Riff Raff is most assuredly a Houston rapper and of the Houston scene. Y'all, y'all do know he started on G's from G's, G's to Gents. Yeah. yeah. I know, yeah. I've and seen I remember. Well, didn't, he, didn't he have like Jolly Ranchers at the end of his braids? Something like yeah, that? Yeah, I remember. We all remember. He was a Swisher House rapper. Like, there's no... Question that Riff Raff is of the Houston rap scene, and one I mean one of the most active for sure. I'm not gonna argue about you know where he ranks on Houston rappers. I definitely enjoy Riff Raff. 
feel like he's underrated. Iceberg Simpson. I, see, people's argument against Riff Raff is like, oh, he's just saying gibberish. Yeah, but it's like boastful. Hey, you know what? Braggadocio gibberish. Let's talk about what Did people say the same thing gibberish. about Mark Rothko? Like, oh, he's just painting rectangles. Well, get out. Yeah, but they're profound and formidable. Like, what? How? How is that not significant? How is that not good art? I, I don't have, understand people who argue that. I have learned to bite my tongue when it comes to he's just speaking gibberish because I was anti Young Thug, and I have mm. been so apologetic about mm. that in the past year and a half that like I I took a major L it. on that one because I, I missed I miss I, it. I, he's he's. He's for real, bro. Because I first when I heard him, well, then I was like, dude, this guy's trash. <laughs> but boy, was I wrong. Look at us now. Oh my gosh, Young Thug. I think the one thing I will say about Young Thug is he puts out a lot of stuff, and it is hard to keep up sometimes. You know what I mean? I feel like there's a new Young Thug thing every every two seconds. So. Mm-hmm. Man, stays working. He stays Can't be working. That. I feel like he is gonna he is gonna drop a studio album that is just gonna make people go like. Everyone, I'm talking everyone, go like, whoa, this dude's the truth. The pettiness between him and Lil Wayne put a bad taste in my mouth initially. And then I I struggle with his delivery. It doesn't do anything for me. That's because you haven't listened. I don't get hype. You heard it. You didn't listen. But my, my <laughs> issue with Young Thug isn't that he speaks gibberish. That's that's totally different conversation. Yeah, because he but does like. <laughs> Lyrics like pterodactyl dashboard, you know what I mean? That's ridiculous. It's it's purposely yeah, I mean, ridiculous. Yeah, we kind of got off topic, and but he's bringing us back. That's what makes it good is that it's it's craftfully ridiculous. Yeah, and like, people don't understand that. But it's like that freestyle freestyle everything on Sway in the Morning, where he's talking about like. He said, oh, I could have played for the Dallas Mavericks, but they found a crack in my jacket. Yeah. And I wanted in my side. I was like, this, see, oh, man, I'm going to go on a riffraff kick after this because that's, that's for real. I um, I feel that. Maybe that'll be the Riff homework. is just having fun. Exactly. It's fun. Not all rap has to be like this dark, significant tale about human existence. A tale of two cities? What your come up has been like i don't i don't think inherently that's what good hip-hop has to be you know you said that earlier but you kind of talk disproved your own stuff earlier we were talking about um is Jaden smith will he ever be able to find the ability to be a well so that was inspired so, rapper uh, are we, are we yourself? Do, you, do you want to do you want to dig into that conversation? Yeah, we can dig into it okay so jared and i were having a conversation about Jaden well, smith's observed. new release sire very ambitious for me personally, falls short for reasons that I can't quite pinpoint. And I'm here to tell him that those reasons are, he's just, he's, and I hate to bring it down to this, but dude's Will Smith's kid, man. You're not going to get genuinely, right. like, inspired right. music from a dude who's had everything handed to him. And so we, we I, I, I agreed with you there, and then we started talking about if to make good hip-hop, and this, this is separate from Riff Raff, right. even though I think it also may, might apply. But to, to make good hip-hop, whether it's like the fun, poppy stuff Riff Raff does, or it's like the deep and existential stuff that Kendrick Lamar or J. Cole does, do did you have to personally overcome some sort of adversity? Riff Raff came from nothing. Kendrick Lamar came from nothing. J. Cole came from nothing. So we know that they have overcome adversity. Right. So is it about the adversity of someone's life that makes their music good? 
And I think an example I gave was we were talking about Cardi B, and I was talking about how technically speaking, Cardi B and or, or let, let's assume for a second that Willow Smith was capable of delivering the track uh, Bodak Yellow with the same effectiveness, hip hop speaking, as uh, Cardi B. Would it have gotten as much recognition? No. My, yeah, my knee jerk reaction as well is no, because I'm like, this girl's what? She's like 17, 16, right. 17. She's never been a stripper. She's like, while it may be technically true that she has decided not to dance and that she makes money moves because her parents give her a million dollar allowance. I doubt it. It's nothing really to brag about. You know what I mean? But more than that, the, here's a key. Here's a key thing about that line, and that's my favorite line in the song. Cardi B says, "What's the exact lyric? I believe it's." I'll dance now, right? Which implies I used to have to dance. Yeah. I don't dance now. I make money moves. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. I don't have to dance. I make money moves. It's the come up. It's about being... It's like the American story. People want to hear about success. Just face but, it. But even songs that by artists... So even songs that don't talk about success... So another example I gave in, in the conversation we were having was uh, Love Lockdown. Let's imagine for a second Jaden Smith released that track. It's a, a, a if you listen to it, if you if you Jasmine listen, come back. Jasmine left. I'm, I'm Jasmine has left the podcast. <laughs> we're just having a thought. Go ahead, go you know, ahead. Are you capable of having this conversation? She just maybe Go ahead. So um yeah, imagine Jaden Smith released that track. Now, if you listen to Sire, it's well within his realm of creative, you know, capability to release that track. But if he did, we would not be calling him a hip-hop visionary. Not even close. But because Kanye West did it, and because the context of his life at the time was that he had lost his mother, he had broken up with his longtime girlfriend, he was experiencing all of this adversity, that's what made the song good, I feel like. I feel like that's what, that's what pushed a lot. it to that. And I'm talking about those tracks that are just like timeless classics. I think that's what made that track and honestly that album one of one of those timeless hip hop classics. Yeah, I think hip hop more than so than a lot of genre is is all about narrative, like and what's what's behind it. Because hip hop, whether the song includes their narrative or not, right? right? So yeah, and it's, it's like it's very fascinating. How going is. back from the beginning of time. Hip hop is a lot about talking about what is happening to you and what you're doing about it and your daily experiences. It's a it's a it's large storytelling is is a part of hip hop. Personal storytelling is a part of hip hop. But more. but even for artists who don't include the personal storytelling, right, 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 Riff Raff, for example. If Jaden Smith put out a Riff Raff track, something also that I think he's perfectly capable of doing, he could copy and paste any unreleased Riff Raff track, release it, and we would be like, yeah, Jaden Smith made that. I have no problem believing that. We we wouldn't we we wouldn't bat an eyelash. But Riff Raff drops track, us included, and his hardcore fans are all over it because it's Riff Raff. Yeah, I just I feel like it's definitely it's definitely about just being. You have to be true to yourself, but people want the yourself to feel relatable. I think. Okay, so that's what it is. Right, and so I don't even necessarily feel like it has to like in your narrative. Being well, of you being true to yourself has to necessarily include like a I came from absolutely nothing because Kanye's his mom was a professor, you know what mm. I mean? But he came from and struggle and adversity. He, yeah, they, people mean, told him you'll never do this, and he accomplished what he. And I feel everyone can relate to that. Like even Jasmine's faced adversity, and you know, it's come through just in our daily life and just told yeah. people off because that's you know 
That's just what that feels good. Jaden Smith, my problem is, I don't think there's a few people on earth who can relate to J- Jaden Smith. Justin Bieber can, Selena Gomez can, not too many people outside. I'm sure rich kids love Jaden Smith. And I don't mean to sound, you know, like class divisive, but that's what it, I think it, a lot of it comes down to that. Like, you was, want, was Justin Bieber like top 1% rich? No, here? Justin Bieber was a top top one of YouTube friends. artist, They're but he's been though. rich the entirety of his. His adolescence. You get what I'm saying? He didn't grow up like you and I grew up. So I just, I think more so, I don't necessarily need my hip hop artists to have been poor or I need them to be true to themselves and that true self to be relatable. Macklemore is true to himself. Macklemore faced adversity. I think a big part of why there was backlash to Macklemore is yes, he's white, but also his relatability. You know what I'm saying? People felt like I don't know. I you're right. I think that this deserves more than just a five minute discussion at the end of a podcast. But I, I it's just I feel like I don't have all the answers. I'm just going off of what I, I personally feel. I mean, was that are you in the same place or? I still don't understand. I mean, this isn't like a, a debate. It's more of just trying to dissect what that thing is that makes good hip hop. Like I agree with you. I don't need rappers to come from like. You know, the, the projects. alley, the projects, right. and ketchup sandwiches. I don't always need that for it to be good hip hop. But as long as you're true to yourself and that self is relatable, and I question the relatable part because I right. feel like there are a lot of experiences that good rappers have had that aren't relatable to a lot of people, and hip hop heads still love it. So I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I, I'm really trying to figure that out because I feel like it's just lazy to say. Yeah, Sire was bad. Uh, that's not true. Yeah. The production value is fire. His lyrics need work. His content needs work. But other than that, I think it was an okay album. Um, I don't know what it is that he needs or that his work is missing to make it that palatable, right. good, you know, classic hip-hop. And I feel like he has he all the potential to, to do that angry. because of, you know, the, the, that's what it is. The, the stock he comes from. What did you say? He's missing the hunger. I agree. That's what it is. The hunger is there. Like right. everything is there. He just is not. The hunger is not there. That Jasmine says like two words, but she says the right words. So there's there's certain points in artist's life where you could tell something changed. Like Kanye West was 808s life changing. Right, was amazing. But yeah. then there was 808s, Dark Twisted Fantasy, Yeezus. It went more from just like I can't make good music yeah. to like I will make good music. <laughs> I have a specific. And everyone oh, knew it. Yeah. There's this on a, on a much smaller scale. There's a um, an odd future rapper whose name's Domo Genesis who had mm-hmm. good bars, good spit, and everything felt you know you just. But it wasn't anything that made you like sit up and go, "What the fuck?" I mean, what is this guy doing? <laughs> yeah, Domo Genesis. I think it was Rusty, was it on one of Tyler's products? You could tell he was hungry. He came in spitting. And Dazman's right. A lot of rappers, you just you don't hear the hunger. I don't hear the hunger in Malcolm Moore. I haven't heard it in Jaden Smith. I agree. But when you hear it, you're going to sit up and go, Okay. Oh, that's Bet. it. Kendrick, from the beginning, you knew Kendrick. He's he, trying to eat. Right. He had, <laughs> he had, he, he knew who he was and what he needed and exactly. what he was trying to make you feel about him. I don't, maybe that's what it is. Little I don't, was right, right. The first song where I was like, Oh. I think much like that, our podcast. We need. We're we're feeling the hunger. I <laughs> Hopefully, you can relate to us 
it's our second episode and we we plan to do this more but um i feel like we're the come up is coming you know what i'm saying just in our production quality and just our Jesus is going to drop exactly <laughs> this is this is what is it it's late registration and then um uh, uh graduation well, but before that, it was college dropout. College dropout yeah. We had college dropout. This is late registration. We're going to give you graduation, but 808's Jesus and Dark Fantasy is coming. <laughs> I hope y'all stay tuned. We're going to get a final word in from everybody. My final word is, like I did la- last time, is who I'm praying for. Last time I was talking about OJ and how he, you know, we need to help him because the brother... Yeah, he had just got out. He's <laughs> just getting out. This time it's more of an uplifting prayer. We're going to send prayers up. For Bob Mueller. Bob <laughs> Moscow Mueller, my boy up in Washington, D.C. That hopefully. Special right, yeah. special investigator taking, for those who don't know, who's personally tasked to find. He's, his official agenda is to find Russian, you know, meddling in the campaign. But we all know he's there to take out Trump. Yeah. Hopefully, next podcast, we'll be able to have some congratulatory news for everybody involved. <laughs> But that's who I'm. That's who I'm praying for. I hope y'all join me, helping my man, my man Mueller. If you see Mueller, pat him on the back for me. <laughs> any any final words from you, Chance? Uh, I don't think I have anything this episode. Um, yeah, I just I wanted to shout out Elon, and I think that's the only thought I had. Okay. Jasmine, let we'll let you. What's what's up? What's hmm. Up? Let's see. Let's shout out the glow up. Ah. <laughs> the glow up process. However you glow, keep glowing. Do you? I feel that. Jasmine's in her own personal. I say I don't even know how long. Renaissance. She Jasmine yeah. is just. I said this the other day. Every time I see her, I just get a smile on my face. Like let's all strive to glow like Jasmine. So I appreciate everybody listening. This has been fun. Hopefully we'll see you quicker than two months than we did last <laughs> time. And uh, thanks for listening to Black Weekend.